0: I have a special guest today, Ricky Bird. I have my co-host also along with me from New York, Spencer Durate, and welcome to a special edition of the Indy Cafe on Red Velvet Media Blog Talk Radio. Um, I wanted to say, um, Ricky Bird has such a amazing background in music and we are so happy to have him with us today because he's actually tuned into his passion and into what he really wants to do and that is going out and he released this newest release called Clean Getaway which he's doing amazing amazing tours and and and, and you know all types of different speaking engagements about recovery, and um, I'm going to bring Ricky into the studio and let him tell you a little bit more about this fantastic music and the message that goes along with it. For everyone listening out there, um, if you'd like to listen to this afterwards, it, it will be available on iTunes afterwards and also on Red Velvet Media as a podcast so let me bring in Ricky and also bring in Spencer and what I'd like to talk about um, is welcome everybody first to the show hey guys are you there
1: hey <laughs> greetings from Queens New York and New York oh, City
0: fantastic. <laughs> in New York City and Sonoma where it's getting ready to snow again oh my, oh god. my god oh really we, we, oh, we don't get wow. snow out here in the vineyards no it's Quite beautiful. I actually got to enjoy that earlier. But um, I wanted to say to Ricky, both Spencer and I are really happy to have you here. Um you. Thank have you. an amazing background yeah. working with, um, you know, Joan Jett and so many other people, uh, nameless. So I'm going to let you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and a little bit about your latest project, which I think is fantastic. I'm all for it and I'd Thank like you. to uh, have you just tell everyone a little bit about it and how they could get in touch with you if they and, would uh, like and, for you to come out and do some speaking engagements. Yeah. And you
1: know, I haven't listened so, to Kicks for a while. It sounded pretty good over the phone. Oh, yeah, it's, it's great. Sounds you know? great. And, and it's funny because that that bit at the beginning, my little guitar um, um I love it. I don't know what you would call it, but I mean, I did that. We were in the studio and um mm-hmm. you know, I was trying out a amp and I just said hit record, and I just did that like in one shot. Not even for this song, I was wow. just trying how to amp to use on this song. And I said we're going to put that at the beginning because that's the kind of thing when I was a kid learning how to play. If I heard somebody like Jimmy Page or Jeff Beck do that, I was like, what the hell was that? You know? <laughs> yeah, the reader. How did he do that?
2: Yeah.
1: You know, but mm-hmm. um, so so I guess the the Reader's Digest version is um, uh, you know, I'm i <laughs> I'm a Bronx boy, right? Um, uh-huh. I've been playing guitar since I'm nine years old, um, and I'm I'm inducted in the Rock Hall with uh, Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I played with Joan from '81 to like '92, and then um, quit, and I went out with um, I did a record and uh, 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 like a radio tour and a couple of gigs with Roger Daltrey after that, and then I went out with Ian Hunter
2: mm-hmm.
1: and did a whole European thing with Ian. Um, now you got these are people I grew up listening to, so this was a, unbelievable for me. Um yeah. and then because of the nature of what I do, you know, for the last fifteen years is I I do mm-hmm. these events, right? These big kind of charity events and I'm part of like I'm always part of like a like a an all star band with like Liberty DeVito on drums and Will Lee on bass and maybe Paul Schaefer on keyboards and and we do these cool events. So for the last fifteen years I've been able to back up these, I mean, I've played with everybody, like Mavis Staples, Smokey Robinson, uh, Ronnie Spector, Don Felder. I mean, it just got the list. It's ridiculous. Because, you know, we're mm-hmm. doing these events, and they come on and do, they do like three, four songs each, and mm-hmm. we're the band. So, like, I've backed up all these people I grew up listening to. So uh, it's been a pretty cool ride so far, and it's just beginning. <laughs> you well, know, we so want to
0: see more. Yep.
1: So that's you the story about, about that. That's my that's my that's my uh that's a little bit of my history and um mm-hmm. as far as what I do now, uh kicks. So uh 2000, 2012 I wrote a song with mm-hmm. a a friend of mine named Richie Supa um, and it's mm-hmm. called Broken is a place, and bro- you'll play that at the end. That's the yes. final cut of my record. Fantastic so, song. I mean, the back yeah. story is I got into recovery uh, September twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. Was my last uh, my last reckless night, let's say. Uh, and mm-hmm. I've been in, I've been in recovery since then. So I'm I'm in my thirty second year of of uh, recovery. Uh, never ever Congratulations. thinking. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. Never ever thinking to combine. Uh, music and recovery, I mean, you do, you know, I've always done what you do if you're in recovery, which is try to help other people that are struggling, and, mm-hmm. and that's how it that's how it works. But I never thought to combine music and recovery. And then in 2012, we wrote this song called Broken is a Place. I was down at Richie's house in Florida, and we wrote it. Uh, I came back to New York, and I put together a really quick demo. And I kind of just, like you can do today, I just kind of put it on SoundCloud or something. I can't remember even what it was.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I started getting all these messages from people going, man, you told my story. You know, this is, wow, that's, that's oh, me, yeah. man. You know, and I was just like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, what, huh? So that made me write a second one. And then I wrote oh, a third one. And now all of a sudden I had like, let's say a half a dozen songs. All right, what am I going to do with these songs? So I was doing like these recovery kind of concerts in Florida and this and that. And I, mm-hmm. I met some people that ran a treatment facility. It's based in Florida, but they have uh, a couple of them up in Jersey. I called them, I said, I had no clue what I was doing. I said, "What if I come into your place um with my acoustic guitar and do like a, you know, a, a recovery music group?" And they said, "Yeah, sounds great." So yeah. I went in and the response was insane. It was mm-hmm. people were laughing and crying and you know, uh, and I was just I was overwhelmed. I was like, "Wow, this is kind of powerful, right?" So I just kept doing it. I I wound up doing it at, at doing it at uh, the place they had for like 2 years straight i kept writing more songs so now every time i did one of these recovery music groups they would come over to me and go where do where where do i get these songs how could i take this home mm-hmm. and i and i i kind of put it off like i kept making excuses and then finally was like well i guess i got to do a record so i did a record right and um i did a as yeah. as, as you would do these days I did a a a thing and I raised the dough mm-hmm. and I got all the songs. Now I got like I don't know fifteen songs to choose from. Uh, I built up a catalog, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and I'm sitting and I'm going um, and I say to my wife, Cal, I said, because of the nature of the 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 um, uh, uh, what I'm writing about, you know, the the records about addiction, recovery, hope, inspiration. But it's make no mistake, it's a rock and roll record you know it's got some beautiful mm-hmm. acoustic songs a little bluesy something but it's a rock and roll record so i said because of the nature of what i'm writing about it's going to be hard to get airplay so i need a good cover song and i and i swear to you this this happens all the time in recovery i'm sitting in my car and i got i'm listening to uh underground garage little stevens underground garage and kicks comes on and i went, <laughs> and i just and i went right after i said i need a cover song and oh I went, God. holy wow. crap!
0: There you go. That's the song.
1: It's the. F- it's mm-hmm. like the first anti-drug, you know, rock and roll song done by. Uh, it was written by Cynthia Weil and. That escaped me. Somebody Google it quick. Uh, and and <laughs> and done by Paul Revere. And and it was a song that I knew from when I was a kid. It was done by Paul Revere and uh-huh. the Raiders. Right, right. So that was my. That was it. That was my cover song, right? So, I put the record out. Um, October 2017, um, and sure enough, Little Steven starts playing Kicks, and it was the coolest song in the world of, in January of 2018. Um, mm-hmm. the, I mm-hmm. got great, great – great forget about – I mean, the most important thing is the reviews I got from the people that I – you know, in, in treatment and people in recovery. But I got yeah, really, really definitely. great, amazing reviews across the board from uh, – you know all the magazines and radio station interviews mm-hmm. and all this and that and um so th- what I do is is I uh, you know I'm a recovery trouva- troubadour like my card says have recovery we will travel you know like kind of like mm-hmm. paladin the old guy That's fighter. awesome.
3: Yeah yeah.
1: And mm-hmm. and I've been able to do these recovery music groups around the country at various treatment facilities um mm-hmm. and and really that's my thing you know I love doing it um I just wrote um uh, I just wrote a whole album's worth. This uh, part two, you know, I don't know what I'm going to call it yet. Just you know, a lot of songs I wrote by myself. I just wrote four songs with my pal Willie Nile, who is amazing. Um, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I wrote a couple with Richie and um, Richie Supa and the rest myself. I got a, about sixteen, fifteen to choose from, and I'm I'm actually I'm in the studio, you know, as uh, now as we speak. I'm, I'm in and out of the studio, so. Hopefully i'm gonna do another crowdfunding thing oh great that'd be great and and that's gonna I'll do that you know I'm just doing so many things at once, but i I have to put together a crowdfunding thing and raise the money to finish the record and this time mm-hmm. i uh, the last one I put out on my own recovery troubadour records um i'm gonna i wanna step it up step the game up a little bit and um try to get either a distribution deal or a um a proper indie record label that somebody that would understand. Uh, if you're out there listening uh there are 25 million mm-hmm. people in re- there are 25 million people in recovery in this country um if i put mm-hmm. out another record a recovery record and w- and we capture 1% of the uh you know the, the people out there it's going to be a good good thing yep. and mm-hmm. and and more importantly we're spreading the message of recovery and that's
3: absolutely. and that's absolutely
1: that's yep. what i want to do and that's what i do and um the the thing i left out is when i go to these places um, these treatment facilities, either detox or, or, or um, you know, residential or outpatient, I bring a stack of the CDs and I give them to the clients to call, you know. So That's so great. I've given out since last October. It's got to be cl- close to 2,000 records. Or yeah. CDs.
0: That's fantastic. You
1: yeah. know, now so, now so it's, it's I want the best. So eventually if – once this record's oh. done, the next thing I got to do is I got to put together some sort of a band to go out and do this again.
3: Yeah. If there's a if
1: there's a booking agent out there that's in recovery or knows knows where to take this, we could do a tour of the country, man. Obviously, wow. we can't, oh, we, that can't would play, be
0: so great.
1: we can't play bars or anything like that. I'll put together a cool right. All-Star band, but we can play thea- small theaters. Mm-hmm. We can invite people from From treatment facilities to come, we could, you know, anything the public can come. You
0: know, they have mixers, right? You know that a lot of the a lot of the AA meetings and a lot of the places, you know, throughout the country, they all have mixers and they have comedy nights. They have, um, you know, uh, you know, concerts. They they host, you know, and I'm sure that there's, you know, production and people out there that are listening.
1: But I've invited is, a lot of people yes. to be listening today. Well, the, Go the, ahead. Main thing I, to the talk? main thing I need is, is
2: mm-hmm.
1: somebody that appreciates either is in recovery or appreciates oh, yeah. the lifestyle because something happened in their family. I mean, it's hard to find somebody that hasn't had something happen to them at this point. Right. Um,
2: no. And to, very to, true. To, to say,
1: to say, what a great idea! I'll put together this slam and all star band. Let's take the goddamn thing on the road and save save some lives and play some and rock you're, and roll and, you're being and play some of rock service. and roll. Yeah, and you're
0: being of service and doing the things right. that you love to do.
1: Being, you know, service, which I think being is great. of service, being of service, and playing rock and roll. Mm-hmm. I mean, how could I beat that, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. So that's the that's you know, the story, man. And I'm Ricky. Go ahead. I was going to
0: say, I'm sure that Ricky has heard from so many people that you've touched their lives. And people that are just getting into recovery or have years and are still struggling, I mean, once, you know, you're struggling, you're, you know, with ever something, you come to a place of peace. But there's still times when people still struggle. And, you know, oh, I'm sure. hoping that, you know, and I'm sure your music has inspired so many of those people.
1: Well, I actually, I ask them to, um, when I finish a treatment, uh, well, a music group, mm-hmm. I say, Listen, I brought a stack of CDs. If if they run out, I'm easy to find. I'm you know, I'm on social media. Tell me you saw me mm-hmm. at so and so, turning point in Patterson, or uh, this one there. I'll send you a copy. Mm-hmm. And, and they always, and, and I get all these. I've got tons of messages from these people. Somehow See, that's I've tapped, important. I've tapped into something that's really cool. Um, and and they say, man, I wanted to use last night, and I listened to like High Wire from the Clean Getaway oh. record, and and it made me put it off for another day. And if I could put well. if I could put the get high off for another day. Then maybe mm-hmm. you know maybe recovery has a chance to like reach inside and grab them and 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 turn their life around. So you know what do I do is what I do. It, it's not a cure. It's just it's just another tool in the recovery toolbox. To because mm-hmm. we know music mm-hmm. heals. I always say right. I mean music heals right. Like where, you know Spencer, when you were a kid, it's and the
0: soundtrack of your life.
1: When a kid, yeah. when a girl broke your heart, Spencer, you, you put on an Al Green record, right? That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, you're well, right, man. Yeah, so yeah, so the point <laughs> is, I'm just I'm just doing it in recovery, and yeah. you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm people. If you, if there's any treatment facilities out there all around the country, if you can get me there, and, and you know, we could talk it over and figure out how to work this out, then um, we could do this cool thing, and and all you got to do is see it once because you know the angle I that I have that's lucky. What I found out is. Mm-hmm. Um, I love doing it in detoxes and treatment facilities. Why? Because they're hurting a little bit and they're fragile, which gives me the opportunity to get into their head before they start thinking, I got this. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. part of the the thing about this disease is there's a voice in your head that says, nah, maybe I wasn't so bad. Meanwhile, you lost mm-hmm. everything. You're about to die. You OD'd three times and you've been in the ER. And meanwhile, you've, the voice is telling you, I got this. So when I, when I play to them in, in these places – they're they're in there for a reason, right? So they're yeah. fragile, and that gives me the ability to go in into their brains and into their hearts and say, "Listen, there's another. You don't mm-hmm. have to live like this anymore." You know, and yeah.
0: so, and the so, acceptance too that goes with it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. and the other thing,
1: t- just to add to the whole the whole, the whole complete picture, um, I went. I stumbled onto this too. Somebody, I did a, a treatment center, and and the guy was talking to me that brought me in, and he said, "Yeah, man, I got my um, drug and alcohol counselor. I went to the school, and and I'm I'm like credentialed now for that, and I'm a recovery coach." I said, "Really? Where's that?" And they told me where it was in Sunset Park, and I called them, and uh, you know they said, "Yes, great, come in." So I, I went to school for five months last year. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a, a KSAC T which is a certified oh, uh, wow. alcohol That's uh, great. yeah yeah great. substance abuse mm-hmm. uh, counselor in training. Mm-hmm. Right? And then I'm a, and I'm a, and I'm a certified recovery coach. So, oh, you know, great. I learned all about being in recovery for 31 years. I know I know what makes me tick. I wanted to know why mm-hmm. it makes me tick that way. So, I learned a lot of the clinical stuff about how the brain of somebody who has an addictive personality reacts Mm -hmm. when you do something you know that gives you some sort of form of pleasure how you 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 get this craving and this obsession i learned all this other great stuff so you know Mm -hmm. i'm 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 a full circle guy now and um i just want to honestly guys i'm tired of talking to parents that lost that buried their kids i gotta be honest with you
3: yeah i get it they
1: they find me right. on on oh. social media, and, and they say, you know, my kid was 20, straight-A student, oh. you know, went to the doctor for a football injury. Uh, they gave them Oxy. Um, you know, they finished that, and now all of a sudden they're, you know, they can't afford to get more. Now they have an addiction to it, whether physical or, or uh, mental. Uh, next oh. thing you know, they're doing dope, buying it off the street. They got a bad bag mm-hmm. with some fentanyl in it. End of story. Oh. So I'm trying yeah. to just get in there before that happens and try to maybe you know give them some hold a mirror up to them with the lyrics to the song hope. that they you know yeah, yeah hope. And hope and 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 my 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 motto is we can and do recover but the asterisk mm-hmm. the, the caveat as they say on CNN is um you got to chase your recovery with the same mm-hmm. uh commitment, dedication and intensity. That you chase Mm -hmm. to get high If you can do that you got a really good chance of finding a new way of living That's right Mm
0: -hmm. I know Spencer you had something to ask And then I have something I would like to
1: um, Get out there That's really important I saw Ricky you were selling
3: your first album With this new one or yeah, yeah Well, what I did
1: was – yeah, what I said was there's, there's a couple of ways you can get my record. If you – you can get it on CD Baby. You can get it on uh, uh, iTunes and Amazon, but obviously I can't sign those because they, they come from them. But right. if you want a signed copy with some other cool bird swag that I – you know, stickers and guitar picks and all signed photo and all that um, – and also, I have like seven copies of my Lifer record, which is not about recovery. It was the record I did before Clean Getaway. I have like seven copies left. Um, wow. So I'm saying if you want one right now, get it while, while, while you can.
3: You can, yeah. you, yeah. you
1: just go to PayPal. Uh, my account is chaos, uh, chaospro at AOL.com, K-A-Y-O-S-P-R-O at AOL.com, 20 bucks. I will send you both the clean getaway signed and life resigned, plus some other cool swag that I'll throw in the thing, and, um, oh, and cool. keep, keep spreading the message. You know.
3: Yeah. I listen. The other thing I
1: wanted to mention was uh, Holly was that uh, Ricky's playing. Are uh, you playing the Iridium right, February 11th? Uh yeah yeah yeah. It's um it's called the Love of 48th Street. So for those of you that don't live in New York, 48th Street was where all the music stores were when I was a kid. It's all gone now, completely gone. It's all like big condos and businesses, but all the famous music stores. So uh, um, a friend of mine, um, Holly, her father and grandfather owned Manny's Music, which was the most famous and the oldest of the music stores on uh, 48th Street. And when I was a teenager... And uh, we lived in, you know, I grew up in the Bronx, but we moved to Queens. Me and my friends used to take the train into the city on the weekends to get to get the English music papers because we couldn't get about this. So I'm talking about Melody Maker mm-hmm. and yeah. Sounds and M E. And then we would go to Manny's and just look at guitars that we couldn't afford yet. And also the thing about back then is when a band was playing in the city, like let's say they were playing the Garden or the Academy of Music or wherever. The, actually, the, in those days, the bands would actually go in and buy stuff, as opposed to sending the road crew in. So we, when when anybody like if Humble Pie played was playing, we would fly down there, man. We would take the train in, we'd take the seven train into Manhattan, and we'd go to Manny's and wait for like Steve Mary to come in, who wound up being my friend oh. later, but that's a whole other conversation. And um, you know Leslie West from Mountain, another guy who's a pal. Right. Um, you know they would all show up. So we were little kid, dude. We was I was sixteen. You know, and I was playing. I was playing clubs in the city, like Max's Kansas City, and you know, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. I didn't really play CB's a lot until later, but um, there were a couple of really cool clubs in the city that I played when I was sixteen. So Manny, so so Holly is. She puts this show on. I think she's done like ten of them, and she just has a bunch of like a house band and special guests. You know, and we're going to just, I got, I'm doing two songs on my own, and then I'm going to do two songs, uh, play guitar for Christine Ullman, my pal. Uh-huh. And there's going to be a whole Vernon Reed is there from Living Color, and um, Paul Shaven's oh, playing. Right. Yeah. yeah, and mm-hmm. we're going to tell stories. Each of us will have, our, we all have our little stories about Manny's music. Oh,
0: that's awesome. Oh, that sounds good.
3: You know,
1: I that wanted to ask,
0: good. I wanted to ask a really quick question that's important that I'm getting text messages about. If somebody wants to reach you in regards to um, coming or talking to them about treatment facility or
1: the best way engagement,
0: what's the best way? Yeah,
1: it's yeah. the same as my PayPal. It's it's my email is chaospro at aol dot com. So it's k a y o s p r o at aol dot com. Yeah, just email me. I mean, I've done them well okay, m- on the West Coast. I've done them in the Midwest. You know, it's like.
0: Uh, mhm. And I wanna thank Carol so much for helping to coordinate this as well. I think yeah. it's really important Arrow. that we <laughs> acknowledge her because I know that she, you know, is a big the best, the you know, best fan of in all the business, this. man. She
3: is. She's,
0: she's great. Rock and roll. I can't believe all the amazing people that she's working with, including yourself, her husband. So this is really cool. Um I would like to ask, you know, on all these engagements that you've done and the recovery Mm -hmm. facilities that you've spoken at, are there any, well, we're not supposed to share that. Um, I'm just going to say, are there any, I'm sure there have been many times that you've been touched by a lot of the messages that people have
3: given you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. Has any
0: of your music been inspired by any of the people that you've met?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I mean, the subject matter, and I tell them this when I do it. I said it, tom- it comes from mm-hmm. the conversations we have when I'm doing my groups. So if somebody mm-hmm. tells me that they've, you know, they've this is the fifth time they've been in this treatment facility, um, I wrote mm-hmm. a song called "Addict's Prayer" about that's on the record. That's about relapse. You know, yeah. it's like I, I, I get the subject matter, and and also my experience of being in this world for 31 years, like. I know the drill, I know the lies, I know the cons, and I know how to get sober, (laughs) you know, it's like,
3: Mm -hmm.
1: you know, and and the thing about these days, look, my way of getting sober is my way, like, I'm a community support group guy, I love, I love that, Um, but uh, there's other, you know, I always tell them right off the bat, I'm not here to push meetings, that's not my gig, you know, I'm here Mm -hmm. to say, you know, whatever keeps you on the right side of the grass is a good thing, you know, so, you go to meetings, join a church, join a bowling league, whatever the hell it is. If it keeps you from dying, and, that's, that's great.
0: And you the know, most I, important thing is get yourself a really good sponsor that has a lot right. of years. That's very that's important. All I can tell you.
1: Yeah. Well, because, I don't talk about uh, that in public.
0: <laughs> I just want to say, get yourself a sponsor.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's I, important. I, I think. I think that what's going the way it is these days. Um, mm-hmm. Is you you ha- pretty much have to be, um, uh, you know, to to go to community support group meetings. You're you're you're, mm-hmm. you're pretty much in recovery, right? But you, yeah, to be absolutely. In reco- but, but to be in recovery, you don't have to mm-hmm. go to community support group meetings. There's there's other mm-hmm. things out there. I just know yep. what works for me. Uh, it's it's mm-hmm. about attraction and not promotion. So it, that worked for me. That's why I'm still around um but it's not it might not be for everybody, and that's fine what if it keeps you
3: mm-hmm.
1: whatever keeps you alive is you know harm reduction whatever the thing is it's it's a fabulous thing that you're still alive you know with that said if if those things don't work for some reason, meetings have been around since nineteen thirty five and they 'll be around long after we 're gone you know, yep. so, yeah. Absolutely. so whatever Whatever you're saying is is it's a good thing. I just don't want to hear any more horror stories about parents burying their kids or kids burying their parents. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know. know. I've I know. just had
1: enough, and you don't. And, and there's no need. It is no need for it anymore. You know, and and I don't get involved with like the politics of it or or the the laws that mm-hmm. are being passed. That that's not my. Mm-hmm. That, it's above my pay grade. My strength is going in mm-hmm. with an acoustic guitar. And spreading the message through some lyrics and some chords and some, some, the vibe that I bring in. You know, the vibe that I bring in is this rock and roll guy that's, you know, been around for a long time, played with just about everybody, everybody's grown up with, except for Rod Stewart. I want to, I want to play Maggie Mae with Rod Stewart once. Oh, wow. Mm But, uh, (laughs) that'd be cool. But that's my, that's my angle is I come in there and I'm not like a suit. Like I come in there and I'm a rock guy and, and my history. Gives me the the opening to be able to spread this message that I've learned how to do over all these years, and that's as simple mm-hmm. as it is, you know. I want. And hey, you're Ricky, I gotta mention something, Holly. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally something. approachable. Rick, uh, <laughs> Ricky, mm-hmm. I
3: saw you play the upre side at a club, and you did a solo. Um but what really moved me in, and I never forgot you were really good on blues guitar you're playing Oh, blues. yeah, I'm t-
1: totally this a blues guitar part guy. that people may not know about you but you're really good I got to tell you and I never well, just forgot listen, that just listen to the song clean getaway on the on the on the clean getaway yeah. record it's, it's, no, it's I
0: fantastic I mean yeah, I got it's, it's, yeah. it's
1: like that's Bob, it's Bobby Whitlock from Derek and the Dominoes on the keyboards, you know, on the B3 and the piano on that, and, that's right, yeah. you know, Steve Holly on drums, who played with Wings, and, and my co-producer, uh-huh. Bob Stander, on bass. Yeah, I mean, I'm am a rock and roll, blues guitar player. I'm not, like, a shredder. I'm not a you know, exactly. Everything that I learned started with Chuck Berry and then Chuck Berry and and then that went to Keith Richards and then Keith Richards taught me about Freddie and Albert King and Muddy Waters from reading articles, right? And right. then I mm-hmm. went back and looked at that and I went, "Whoa, what the hell's this?" you know. So, <laughs> the, I can't play the only thing I can't play, I can't play jazz, but I mean, I'm sure maybe I can, but I I don't think so. It's not it's not in my really? wheelhouse. But with mm-hmm. that said, the fact that i what i said when we started this is the um the the fact that i do all these events playing backing up all these people really widened my scope of my playing like playing with Mavis Staples and mm, you know playing yeah. with Smokey Robinson and having right. to just be that guy that played on the record you know it really i'm a pretty well-rounded guitar player these days yeah you're all mm-hmm. around <laughs> All and the reggae. beauty, the beauty, the beauty about uh, being a lifer and being a guitar player. I mean, I'll st- still sit down and I'll play a riff, and I'll just get, I'll excite myself. I'll go, Jesus, where did that come from? I never played that riff before in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, wow. I just wrote some songs in open tuning and I've in in open detuning, tuning and it makes you write a whole different way. I'm fascinated by the process of songwriting and guitar playing. I mean, I'm I'm just fascinating that even though there's only so many notes, you there's so many combinations, and mm-hmm. you just hit on stuff that you you never hit on. And when you write a really good line, uh, like when you're writing lyrics, you just go, oh yeah, that's gonna work. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, I just I just want to applaud you for being able to come forth and having an open heart and being able to do this for other people and um, you know for all of us out there you know fighting this battle you know um, you need to you know surrender and give in to uh, your higher power and and well, the get thing some about great that messages battle, out there. The,
1: th- the thing about that battle. The thing mm-hmm. about that battle you're talking about is, um, what yep. I try to, the message I spread is, you, there's no need to do it alone. Perfect. That's the whole. That's the that's whole thing.
0: That's
1: the perfect message. Yeah. 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 I guess Recovery is a whole we thing, you know.
3: Mhm.
1: Um, and it's very difficult to do it on your own to be able to um, mm-hmm. fight this. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a disease that tells you you don't have a disease. And like I said. You know, there's these three words I never use. I never used them when I was using, and I don't use them in recovery. You'll never hear me say, I got this. You know? mm-hmm. And that's it. And now i got to take my kids somewhere.
0: I understand. We're on a time, pe- a time uh, crunch here today, guys. So for everyone listening, if you missed the beginning of the show, uh, you can listen to it again on iTunes and afterwards on Red Velvet Media, Blog Talk Radio, and we've had Ricky Bird with his clean getaway and uh all his other projects and my co-host Spencer Durate and I want to say we'll be back next Friday it's the weekend it's Friday please don't drink and drive and uh I just want to say thank you so much for being here Ricky and we're going to end our show with thanks, thanks for into having place.
1: me Hey, take yeah. care bro Take yeah. care, ben so yeah, and broken is once again broken show. is the place. Broken is the place. is yep. the last song on the record, but it was the first song I've ever co- written. I co-wrote it about recovery. So wow, this it's is the an song that awesome started song. it all. Means a lot. So here we lot. go. Have a all great
0: right. weekend. See you next Friday,
1: Take guys. Care. Bye. Bye.
2: The things I did To just not feel the pain Like drinking myself Slowly down the drain Anything to fix me quick Getting high is what made me tick. I couldn't quit I never thought I would see the day I'd hit my knees And I would start to pray Suddenly I felt the spark That picked me up And led me from the dark Could it be God?
1: Tired of
2: hurting Out of all the bridges Burning Surrender was The only way To win When I let go My wildest dreams Were out there waiting I won't go back Life is on the man Broken is a place I've Already been I got here with every wrong turn that I took Mistakes I made, read like an open book I'm going